Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Loga the Barbarian, and I'm joined today by our special guest, John Davis from Sivad Sanctum. John? Hey, Logar, what's up? All kinds of wonderful things. One thing that's up is apparently you've got a, a Western role-playing game we're going to discuss. That's correct. So could you tell us a bit about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so In the Light of a Setting Sun, it's a Wild West adventure game, sort of in the vein of uh, games like Boot Hill or uh, Aces and Eights. Yeah, it's a, a, a lot of fun. Uh, it's the third version of it that uh, has uh, been put out in the last couple years. Um, but I feel like this is uh, one that everyone is uh, going to enjoy. So what are the differences between the, the newest version, the third version you put out and the previous ones? I'm curious. Yeah, uh, so the, the initial version, it was a pretty simple pamphlet version you know something quick and dirty that you can get to the table and uh, really sort of like just start playing within five minutes uh second version was a little bit of an expansion on that sort of went more in depth with uh, a lot of stuff and third version is just sort of like a uh, crystallization of that just like really getting the mechanics uh, as tight as possible could you tell us a bit about the mechanics of this game? How does how is it work? What can we expect when we're going to run this? What kind of system is it? Yeah, so like I said, it's a Wild Western adventure game. And it like for me personally, I think it's a like open enough that you can play any sort of Western that you can think of with it. You can do uh, spaghetti Western, sort of a more standard, uh, like John Wayne type Western. But yeah, it's a, a roll under 20 system uh, with uh, three stats. And uh, yeah, like if you've played D&D or similar games, you're going to be able to pick this up right away. I can't say that. I've played too many Western games. I know that, what was that game that, that, that I know I've played some Western games with like a spin, like there's either some kind of horror element or a sci-fi element. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's what I usually run into. I know Boot Hill. I've never actually played Boot Hill. <laughs> I remember <laughs> it being a thing, but it wasn't one we ever picked up. So give me an idea. What sort of, what sort of adventuring and stuff like that could we expect with a game like this? Well, uh, really, any sort of adventuring uh, that you can think of, because, you know, I present it as more of a standard Western, but it's very easy to introduce those weird Western elements into it, so sort of like a Deadlands or what have you. Um, there's actually a uh, supplement out uh, by another uh, creator called In the Light of a Blood Moon that introduces a lot of uh, weird western elements into it that uh, i think is a lot of fun so if you're gonna play it straight up without like without the weird west or anything like that and we we'll say we want to do a just just kind of i don't know classic western game do we got can we look forward to any kind of traditional elements of DD like hex crawls or anything like that or how would that go yes actually if any of the listeners out there are uh uh, familiar with uh, Rogueland put out by Caverns of Heresy, I actually uh, lifted the hex exploration rules uh, from that game for Setting Sun. So uh, hex crawling is to be expected. There actually is a hex crawl adventure in the uh, book that basically sees the uh, posse 
as a group of uh, prisoners that have broken out of prison and are currently chained together and have to escape into the surrounding badlands. That sounds like that, that could be a fun adventure to play, especially with everybody stuck together chain, having to figure out ways to get each other out and all. Yeah, exactly. Are there other adventures that you have published for this or, or others have out there? What can we, what can we look for there? Um, so there are currently um, several scenarios that are put out by people. If uh, people would like, they can actually go to uh, it's setting sun saddlebag edition, which is the previous version. And there's actually a list that I have provided of all the current supplements out for setting sun. And that's stuff produced by, other creators, uh, including several scenarios. There's weird Western scenarios and standard ones, if I remember correctly, uh, in that list. Uh, how often have you, how many times, let's say, have you ran like full campaigns of it or just kind of one shots or what would you suggest for in general? Does it work well for both? I personally, well, you know, I'm the creator, so I might be a bit biased, but <laughs> uh, I personally do think it works well for both. I personally have only run it for one shots and it's, you know, perfect for one shots, but there is enough there that you could do a full, maybe short campaign uh, with Setting Sun. I think you can do a really well done adventure story in a short campaign with this game. Is there any sort of level advancement or anything along those lines or improvement with characters as you go on? Or how does how is that something that was approached in the game? Or? Um, somewhat. It's more in the line of games like Knave or Maze Rats, where your, your character is more determined by the gear that they carry and the quality of the gear that they carry. There is a little bit of improvement where you can improve your stats, uh, say, once every couple sessions or so you can roll a 20 and if you roll over your stat it increases by one so you can get a little better in certain areas but i would say primarily it's determined by basically your influence uh, a mechanic called renown and uh, your uh, quality of gear carried tell and I, I was reading about the the renown and the influence when i was looking through that could you tell us a bit more about that and how it works in the game and yeah, so basically Renown is uh, basically your character's own uh, reputation and they're sort of like daring do out on the frontier, basically. It's based on DCC's uh, Mighty uh, Deed of Arms, I believe it's called. And basically it gives power to the player to basically delve into narrative gaming in the middle of the session it's like oh i want my character to do some sort of cool thing during my turn it's like say um you have to save an npc companion from uh being like hung on the end of a noose or something it's like oh i want to i want to shoot the rope as he's falling you know and and save him like save his life so i'm like all right so roll for renown you're going to add your renown die to your roll and if that total gets under your stat yeah, you do it. It's good to go. No problem. That's excellent. That's excellent. So what, what led you to decide to make a 
Western game as opposed to we got lots of fantasy. We definitely have a room for a Western game. So what <laughs> no, was the no shortage of fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, I have no problem with fantasy. It's one of my favorite genres as well. But as a creator, you kind of look at, you know, what's being put out and you're like, you kind of see where the holes are, you know, and I basically noticed that there's no real OSR Western system. There just isn't, not really, not a big name one anyway. I think uh, there's a, a BX Western game that's uh, out there that's pretty popular, but other than that, there's not much else. So yeah, it, it basically inspired me to sit down and create this uh, Western RPG. Are you a big fan of Westerns? <laughs> well, you know, I, I don't know about you, but my dad, uh, on like any chance he got, would have some sort of uh, Western on, on TV <laughs> every time he sat down. But yeah, I do enjoy Westerns. I'm more of the spaghetti Western type where the John Wayne type of Westerns are fine. They're <laughs> fine, but they don't really capture the cruelty that, uh, was present in Westerns. I'll be honest. I've never been a fan of the John Wayne Westerns. Just no, not been. No, I've not been. I, I, I do <laughs> like some of the spaghetti Westerns. I think they're good. Yeah. My uncle was really big, is to this day, really big in old Clint Eastwood films, especially. They have a annual Josie Wales holiday where him and all his buddies take off and go watch <laughs> Josie Wales and various spaghetti Westerns for the weekend, essentially. So that's a big yeah. thing. I like those yeah. ones the most, probably the spaghetti Westerns. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I said, I think they capture some of the cruelty, but even so, like a lot of them will depict the the hero as it were as a little bit crueler than those John Wayne westerns were but still they 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 fall a little short of just uh what really went on uh in the old west you know and i kind of talk about this uh in the game you know there's a little disclaimer in the front talking about how the west in real life was an awful place to be <laughs> it was really bad um and you know unless you want to run that type of game you have no obligation to you can have that goofy three amigos style uh adventure out on the plains you know well, the Chevy Chase's westerns would be <laughs> a, far, a bit different than than the Clint Eastwood so to say but a, far, a far cry a far I, cry. I think if we, if we were to run it in my game group, we'll probably lean more into Chevy Chase territory than yeah, John yeah, Wayne, no. to be honest. No, in my yeah, game group. Yeah. Unless unless you get one of those uh one of those GMs that's a bit of a stickler for uh, historical accuracy, I I think most groups would fall into that category. <laughs> I like to say that I, I think I run my a uh, lot of my games closer to uh, to Douglas Adams than the Grim Dark. So, <laughs> oh man, a Douglas Adams Western, would, <laughs> man, <laughs> we could have fun there. I definitely I need to look at that. Making the Douglas Adams Western module, <laughs> hey, I'd, I'd buy it. <laughs> the horses ran through the fields exactly the way that bricks don't. <laughs> <laughs> This town is mostly harmless. <laughs> I'd enjoy it. I'd enjoy it. So 
before we head out of here and wrap it up, could you let all of our listeners know where they can pick the game up at and where they can find you online? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Sivad Sanctum uh, on itch.io. You can easily just, you know, uh, Google that and probably find me. How do you and, spell uh, that? <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a S I V A D apostrophe S sanctum. So uh, basically Davis backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And uh, the the game is in the light of the setting sun bonanza edition and you can also find all my other games there and uh, if you're interested in me as a person uh, i'm on twitter at uh, at civad sanctum okay excellent as always you can find us at wildliesandwizards.com you can follow us on facebook just search wildliesandwizards and keep those dice rolling